Noble Dairy Queen's new summer blizzard menu is back and it is stacked. Dive right into the summer celebration with their new peanut butter cookie dough party blizzard. You can sink your red spoon into their world famous DQ soft serve filled with delicious chunks of chocolate chip cookie dough, swirls of creamy peanut butter topping and peanut brittle crunch with sprinkles. If the peanut buttery flavor isn't your jam, their fresh take on cobbler a la mode certainly will. Say hello to the Picnic Peach Cobbler Blizzard. You can also let your taste buds crumble with the ultimate cookie blizzard that features Oreo, Chips Ahoy, and Nutter Butter pieces. Dairy Queen knows everyone loves a good comeback, and fan-favorite blizzard flavors Frosted Animal Cookie, Brownie Batter, and Cotton Candy have made their triumphant return. Summer Blizzard flavors are now available at your Noble Dairy Queen stores with locations in Kankakee, Bourbonnet, Moments, and Mantino. Happy tastes good. People tend to stick to Hello and welcome to Kankakee Podcast, where we talk about the people and places of Kankakee County. I'm Jake Lamore, and I'm very excited about this episode, which I'm always excited. I feel like I say that every single episode, but it's the truth. I really am. We are welcoming Jojo Sason onto the podcast, which is a man who is known for so many different things. But today, specifically, we are going to talk about the Ray Ali Memorial Project, uh, also known as Romp, because it just sounds cool. Um, it, it's a, a memorial uh, statue that was recently unveiled right in front of A.N. Weber Logistics in the south end of town in Kankakee on 4552. Uh, the uh, official unveiling was on November 11th. This episode you're listening to in December or beyond at this point, but it's still important to, I feel like, capture the story of what this statue is all about when you drive by A.N. Weber. What in the world is this thing? Why is it there? Who is Ray Ali? All those questions we're going to have answered on this podcast. So, Jojo, welcome. Thank you, Jake. And um, I'm greeting everybody in the Kanki County as well as all over the world because I have friends all over the world. Yeah, you are a man, like I said, uh, known for so many different things, all the different organizations and, you know, you own your own business as well. Uh, you're just a, a very um, well-known community leader, I feel. Like. Oh, thank you, so, Jake. Yeah. I We met, actually, it's been a while. I uh, I was working at the radio station, and you came in for an interview one time. And I think it actually had to do with the Michelangelo project. Yeah, probably, which is, yeah. Yeah, which is something else that, yeah, once again, in. yeah, we could get into that. But, uh, you know, before we get into the Ray Ali Memorial Project. Uh, just just a little bit about yourself. Um, I just want to know a little bit about you in particular. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's a mouthful for me. It but, is a mouthful, yeah. yeah. So um, my real name is Joselito, Joselito Valkosaisen. I only hear that when my mother is angry. <laughs> but, uh, I hope that's not often. Not often, but she's actually living here now in Bourbonnais. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm originally from the Philippines. I immigrated in the USA in 1986 as a physical therapist. Uh, 
And from then on, I moved to uh, Kankakee County in 1989 and moved forward until I owned my business. And uh, I've taken care of literally thousands of people since 1989. And now I own my own business in Bourbon A. I'm seeing outpatient physical therapy. Uh, uh, physical therapy-wise, I if you ask me who Jojo Sason is, I get easily bored, academically bored, Easily. Um, it's, and I push for that in a way because I become a motivational speaker and also a Christian apologist. So I teach especially children, the young ones, how to use their brains, how to achieve their goals. That's part of the motivational speaking. Um, and I've, since I've become so easily academically bored from physical therapy, I decided to go take my doctoral. I became the um, the Philippines' first doctor of manual therapy in the world in nineteen no two thousand three. Uh, I've traveled the world teaching physical therapists, doctors, and after about th- three decades doing that, I decided to seek a higher level, like to work with the the smartest people in the world, and I can only find that in NASA. So I applied to the uh, for the astronaut corps. Three times I wasn't selected, but they called me to become a scientist. So I've worked with them 10 years formally as a scientist uh, working with the astronauts of the space station. I was involved in 24 international space station expeditions, and I volunteered 10 uh, years before that. Uh, from then on, I just uh, have a um, foundation for children and for women and all empowerments about the use of the mind because that's actually the main problem of the world. It's actually we don't know that we are being somehow maybe – uh, brainwash indoctrinated depending on how you would see it and there's a way to combat that and it, uh, it it it's actually common sense critical thinking and i'm teaching that but uh, overall i i'm just basically a serv- servant of jesus christ i make sure that uh, i lead the world a better place so as an as an overall just, you know, that's what it, it's a little longer, but that's the, the shortest one I can give you. <laughs> See, when I say I'm not kidding, when there's a lot of things we could talk about, I'm that's it right there. Like, there's so many questions I have to unpack everything you just said, but we're going to have to save that for another episode. Yes, you're, you're, I agree with you. You are coming back. To, oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you. you're definitely coming back, and we're going to talk about all of those things that you just mentioned. Um, but the next question I want to ask for you is, who is Ray Ali? And I, I know who he is, but I, I know people listening to this may not know. Um, so who was Ray Ali and how, when did you first meet Ray? Okay, wonderful. I'm glad you asked because um, the name of the memorial is Ray Ali Memorial Project. And the first question I always get is, who is Ray Ali? Well, Ray Ali was once a 21-year-old sailor in World War II and who participated in the Battle of Leyte Gulf in 1944 with General Douglas MacArthur against the Japanese Empire. And he was part of the, the largest naval battle in history. He was part of liberating the Philippines back then. And he became actually my best friend when the, the instant we met in 2008 because of uh, his daughter, Kathy Ali. Uh, she thought we would be a great match because uh, Ray Ali, not only is a veteran, he loved the Filipinos, according to uh, Kathy. And he actually had returned to the Philippines in peacetime 
to help the poor build houses in the same island that they liberated first with General MacArthur, where MacArthur was wading in the waters in our history videos. So um, she she got us together, and I surprised Ray Ali by wearing my wearing a naval. Uh, officer uniform because yeah. uh, I'm also retired uh, lieutenant commander for the uh, Philippine Coast Guard Auxiliary in, oh, okay. in the Philippines. So when he saw me, he's like back to the war again in a nice way. So we became good friends because we we have the same uh, the same ideas about America, what America's all about. A lot of people are forgetting what America's about. So Ray Ali and I joined parades. We uh, we went to talks about PTSD because Ray suffered PTSD in just a short format. When Ray was uh, in, a sh- in a ship, uh, it's called the Langdon Ship Medium LSM-311. At one point, they were strafed by Japanese Zeros, just like what you see in the movies. Japanese Zeros zooming in and machine gunning them. His friends to the right and to the left disintegrated, and he was covered by blood and human tissue. And moving forward, he developed this PTSD because that most of these uh, are veterans. That's the silent wound. So he developed that. But on top of that, uh, uh, maybe a few months back, he found this pup in New Guinea. So the pup, uh, a German shepherd mutt uh, female. And Ray, as a twenty-one-year-old, twenty-one-year-old, fell in love with this pup and and took it to the ship, uh-huh. yeah, and uh, stowaway. Didn't tell the captain because, well, animals aren't allowed in the in the ship. No, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> so the story goes that he kept uh, Eleanor as a puppy. He fed him there with ma- and putting milk in his hand, and because it was a malnourished dog or pup. Oh, sure. So while they went to war and he got strafed and everything, well, Eleanor was down below decks. Yeah, so Eleanor went to war. So eventually, as the months went by, Eleanor was growing, and he couldn't hide Eleanor anymore. So asked the captain, Captain, can I have Eleanor in the ship? And, then, and the captain loved Eleanor, and Eleanor became the mascot of LSM-311. Huh. Okay? So fast forward again. So these are stories like from the before and after, kind of putting it together. So coming home after World War II, after the Hiroshima and, Hiroshima and Nagasaki bombing and our signing of the, of the peace treaty and surrender of Japan, unconditional surrender in the USS Missouri. Well, they were coming home. Uh, they were in the, in the middle of the Pacific Ocean going toward port in San Diego. Uh, Ray Ali woke up, the 21-year-old Ray Ali woke up one morning looking for Eleanor because the, the crew loved Eleanor. Eleanor was nowhere to be found. And someone told Ray, said, Ray, uh, Eleanor's not on the ship. I said, well, we're in the middle of the ocean. Well, how come Eleanor's not here? Someone threw Eleanor overboard to die. In fact, uh, Jake, when the first time that Ray told me that story, I cried. Yeah, because coming from the man who was so hurt, he was developing PTSD, and then, and he lost his best friend, and he was hoping he would have Eleanor back in New Jersey where he lived. But anyway, uh, moving forward again, he developed PTSD. He had some difficulty with re- returning back to civilian life. He struggled, but uh, he had seven children. He he went through, but I know that. In the end, even at 97 years old, when he died, I, he died, I was there beside him. Yeah, he died in he, 2020, Yeah, yeah right? in 2020, the 4th of July, wow. 2020. 
and his last breath was right at around 8.30 p.m. when when it was dark enough that the fireworks started blowing up in, in mm. the air. It was just a godsend. Uh, so from from then on, um, uh, he, he I knew it affected uh, it was affected by Eleanor because up to that time he was still talking about Eleanor and every time he talks about Eleanor I shed a tear and I'm not afraid to tell people I cry I cry when I pray I cry when I'm in watching a beautiful sunset sunrise because I'm becoming a motivational motivational speaker I'm using all these things that I've experienced not for myself but to to grant wisdom to the next generation, especially the children. Well, one thing about Ray is that we did patriotic things, parades and things. And he loves my, I have a Hummer H2 with a machine gun on top. Uh, <laughs> some of the people here in the area they probably know that with the stars on the side. Okay. <laughs> I put up a lot of my lunch money in that. So I really spent a lot of money. It's 20 years old, but I still love it. It's rusting, but I still love it. And I tell people one day, if it ain't working, it's going to be my most beautiful lawn ornament. That'll be your next <laughs> memorial project. Right. All right. So, <laughs> so looking back at this, this all this spirit of patriotism that Ray had been showing me, and we're 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 actually sharing that, and because we care about what America is is about, and the reason for that is we were handed this beautiful country with uh, with all the things you can ever think of. We have freedom. And let me just clarify, a lot of the new generation people don't know what freedom is. They think freedom is just do whatever you want. Smash someone's car, fine. Yell at someone, fine. Throw the one finger salute at someone, it's fine. No. Freedom is about being able or the ability to pursue life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness without anybody saying you can't do it or stopping you. You can talk in the streets, nobody's shooting you. You can you can uh, do a protest against the government, no one's shooting you. You can say anything against any politician, no one's going to hang you. So you ha- freedom means you have this ability to develop yourself and your dreams, and that's why it's the pursuit of life, liberty, and property, without being constrained with that. You cannot do that in any other country. So... We, we want to teach the children because we both understand, Ray and I, that we really can't do anything with people who, have, who are wasting this, this democracy that we have, okay? And because uh, the society is now turning the good, one, once was good into bad and once was bad into good. So the children, children are growing up to be these entitled adults who don't know what freedom is, who do not know appreciation. So the lesson I'm giving, we're giving here, and I'm saying we because it's Ray Ali's dream I'm continuing, is to fix this. You have to start teaching the children. The children, training them about real military history and told by real veterans, okay? Teaching them civic duty, civic uh, education. It's like, why do we have a 4th of July? Why is there Thanksgiving? So we want to teach the children that there is a there is a duty, and uh, let me explain what duty is, because it's it's so easy to say. Oh, I know what what duty is. No, it's like this: if if your loved one, let's say your dad, gave you a nice car, okay, 
what would you do to the car? Take, uh, take, I would take care of it. Exactly. Yeah. You take good care of it. You want to make sure that it's well oiled and it's clean because because it was given to you by someone who cares for you, right? Right. So it means you have you have become duty bound to take care of that car. Duty bound. That's the word. Two words into one. Duty bound. So the same thing. Our forefathers fought so hard. And the children doesn't know much about the history, real history, to to have the form of freedom we were talking about uh, from an oppressive European regime that time to what became America through the Mayflower. They had to go through that, and and eventually our forefathers devised this United States Constitution. It's the most brilliant, brilliant thing to do to create the America that we know about. So, so. If these forefathers and our veterans fought so hard, blood and sweat and guts, and here we are enjoying this beautiful nation, we are duty-bound as a citizen. Remember this. We are duty-bound to protect it and not to waste it or give it away. So that's the whole idea about teaching uh, or keeping the stories alive for the children. Because if we don't, these children would not know the history, and they they are bound to repeat. And there's a saying that you know that if you do not know history, you're bound you're bound to repeat it. And we are kind of repeating things because we did not seek the wisdom. And to seek wisdom, you have to fear God. That's the number one rule. Everything I do is biblically based, whether people hate it or not. Yes, it's biblical biblically based. I love Jesus Christ. I am a servant, and I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing this because I am duty-bound, because I am familiarized. I understand. So I'm duty-bound to spread that word that this is what patriotism is all about. You love this country. It doesn't mean that you're not going to care for other people, but you have to care it in the right manner. Children are naturally drawn to art and the creative process. For them, it can be a form of expression as they explore the materials, gain confidence, and feel a sense of competency as they create something based on their own ideas and efforts. That's why Little Me's studio in Bourbon A created the Big Kids Art Lab for ages 5 to 12. Little Me's studio crafted this safe space for your big kid to slow down, be in the moment, and be comfortable making messes while trying something new. Big Kids Art Lab meets every Thursday from 4.30 to 5.30 p.m. at Little Me Studio across the street from Olivet Nazarene University in Bourbonnais. Studies indicate that art making has so many positive effects for the brain, body, mind, and heart. Enroll in one class at littlemestudio.com or sign up for the entire session and save. littlemestudio.com to sign up for Big Kids Art Lab. Make sure you follow Little Me Studio on Facebook and Instagram. A big part of the building of this uh, memorial and monument for Ray and his dog um, is also to bring awareness to PTSD. And uh, I want to hear more about that part okay, in, in this piece. Well, um, bringing awareness to PTSD okay. with, uh, you know, veterans yeah. and such. Uh, I know that there's a lot of move for awareness. Awareness in itself is not good enough. You can be made aware that someone needs help, but you don't do anything about it. So our first step is, this was a bold idea I kind of concocted um, 
over two years ago. But to make sure that I'm on the right track, I sought wisdom from people. I didn't just act on this on my own. So I asked people, is this a great idea? Ask Kathy, ask Eric Peterson of Project Headspace, a few more people, and they, um, and they all agreed, this is a great idea to create a memorial. Okay. So I thought, what can make a memorial different from the other memorials? Number one, it has to have significance, right? The PTSD, animal cruelty, about teaching the children. Number two, it needs to attract the attention of people. That means it has to have a human element. And I'll tell you what that is, Jake. An example, anywhere in the Kanki County, there's a lot of boulders with these inscriptions, plaques saying what happened there on this day this happened. My question is, have you ever stopped to read it? I know the answer. No. Sometimes. Yeah, right. <laughs> I use, But see, I usually read them now. Maybe not when I was younger, yeah. but I do now. Correct. Yeah. So what... what uh, what was the hindrance why people don't, don't read it? There's no human element to pull them in. What It's it's a rock. Yeah. With a, and then people would just steal the brass plates, right? right. You that know that. It's happened. It's yes. happened. Yes. Because so there's no, although there's a significance in the message, the delivery process does not have a human element to pull people in. Example, in Washington, D.C., there is the um, flag raising of Iwo Jima. And you see all these farmer boys, about six of them, and one of them is actually, a, the very top one is actually an American Indian descent. Amazing history. And they had the men raising the flag, right? That's the human element. When you see something like that, you are gravitated to go there, find out what it is. So that example itself, when people ask me, why Ray Ali? Because number one, he's a local in Akanke County. Number two, a lot of people still know him. Number three, he has a history, and he actually has a congressional gold medal that I help um, get from the House of Representatives in the Philippines. I was bold enough to approach them, and they heard me. And uh, lastly, and he became he became the the human element. So when when you, people pass by that, even now people pass that pass by that statue, and there's a dog. I would love. I know it. It happens when a little boy goes to their mommy. Mommy, who's that? man and who's that dog that's the human element then you pull them in because nobody can understand the wisdom of anything if they don't have anything to to get their attention about these are human beings this is a life story yes and and, and i'm sure and, that's been a that's been a big question is okay this memorial is bringing awareness to ptsd and animal cruelty but why are you pointing out just reali because there's more than Ray Ali that was affected by yeah. well, PS, PTSD. Yeah. Well, you're right because yeah. that's uh, one of the the first barricades. That why this guy? In mm -hmm. fact, it's it's kind of sad. I've, I've even had one. And like, this was a veteran. I have three bronze stars. Where's my statue? Like, what in the heck is that? So there's Ray Ali didn't ask for this. No, he didn't. I was yeah. his best friend. I have a, we have a story together. He's from locally, so I chose him as the human element of this uh, memorial. Yeah. And it's not, his, his is the, the story about what's happening, but it ties in, a, he's, he has this reverence for all of the men and women who served, and he, was, he is just the carrier of that. That's why there is Ray Ali. If I found someone else who, who had been greater than Ray Ali, I would have put him there, but I didn't. I found, so he is the human 
element. Yeah. I think you picked a very good human element. I mean, so I first met Ray when uh, I was a kid. Oh, I'm glad I, you uh, did. Yeah. So I was, uh, I went to the same church as Ray did and his um, family okay. in Mantino. St. Joseph. St. Joseph. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, I first knew Ray as uh, the, the elderly singing guy, because he would sing at church, right? He was in the choir and everyone was always amazed by his singing talents at, at his age, right? Um, and so he was very involved with the church, but he also, I remember I used to volunteer out at the Mantino Veterans Home. He volunteered out there a lot too and would sing during masses there or help with veterans getting to and from different rooms and things like that. Um, and just from what I can tell and, and learning stories from you, he was very involved in his community. So he went, it's, his story is beyond his time serving his country. When he came home, he served his community. And I think that's what makes Ray Ali a good example, uh, a good person to choose to memorialize and remind everyone of just someone who served their community without asking for anything in return. And I, I think that's uh, another thing we can take away from the, you know, you and, and uh, the Ray Ali Memorial Project, you know, committee mm. is that it's good to remember Ray and all the things we did so that we continue to do those things and serve our community without asking for anything in return. Right. I'm so yeah. glad. That's why that's why I chose Ray Ali and actually you answered. You actually have met him as a child. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And uh and uh going back to the PTSD that you're asking about. Yes. Um so I was thinking of what can we do to make a memorial better and something different than everyone else. Uh, ABC7 uh, had research and they found out that we are the only memorial dedicated for, to PTSD. That was, a, that was a surprise for me. So number one, you need to get the human element to draw people in. Then once you the, uh, the message is delivered about, uh, about America, about the children, basically this is for the children for tomorrow because we are teaching the children to be duty-bound. So not just a memorial, the difference is that just about all the memorials, once they're done and they walk away and drink and hey, great, we've done it. We're not gonna we're gonna we're not gonna leave this memorial. We're gonna maintain it, number one. And then I spoke to uh, Mayor Curtis because he was the the mayor who actually had believed in the vision. And uh, his vision of Mayor Curtis is that he wants more patriotic activities in Can in the Kanki County area, especially beginning with Kankakee. So I promised him, I said, Mayor Curtis, I promise you we're going to do that. Because I'm thinking of creating activities that are linked with the romp. So we call ourselves the romp. Anywhere from flag parades to uh, dog parades to um, one of my biggest dream is to start a World War II reenactors group here in town. Okay. Yeah. And it's not just Having fun, it's it's drawing business in, having people come in to use our hotels and our, and our businesses here. So that's just one of the few. We're just brainstorming right now, and we're open to uh, ideas. And, of course, when people come to us with ideas, I'd like those people with ideas to join in. Because most of the time, I've come across like fundraising. Oh, Jodo, you should do this and that. And then they walk away like, <laughs> all right. Well, okay. I could use your help with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would rather have somebody tell me or suggest something and also say, 
I'm willing to help or I'll lead it. Mm -hmm. Those are the kinds of Americans we want. Yeah. Those are the active, true Americans rather than the passive complainers, because that's why we're developing these complacent people, they, because they, they don't know the value. They don't know that they are duty bound. Right. And I, I think, um, and the, a good message to put out here is that, you know, yes, the memorial is now complete. It's, uh, you know, you can view it at A.N. Weber Logistics in Kankakee, but Romp doesn't stop there. Correct. Romp yeah. is going to continue for the foreseeable future. Correct. So to continue to bring awareness about PTSD and animal cruelty and just uh, continuing the uh, legacy of Rayali. Correct. Yeah. Well, yeah. what we were doing is continuing. That's part of the awareness. But now what about the PTSD? Because anybody can be told that there's PTSD, but what are you going to do about it? So... Part of the brainstorming we're going to do is to uh, to have uh, soldiers, and we're going to we're going to uh, not only just uh, service people, but we're going to expand this to first responders, police, fire, because they also suffer from PTSD. We're going to open it up where we're going to figure out a a project that they, we can get them involved. And that's why one of our board of directors is Eric Peterson. He's a founder of Project Headspace and Timing. We're going to work with him. And one of our board of directors is also um, Circuit Court Judge Marlo Jones. And he's the PTSD. He has the PTSD court. He's also ex-military. So I've spoken to him already and how we can we'll brainstorm on time. What can we do actively? Because he's now involved with people, with the military or, or veterans who actually suffer PTSD. So we're going to pull our resources together. Uh, we want to create, a, it's like a battalion of, uh, of allies of all these groups and to create something like Eric Peterson uh, uh, does something with the veterans. They have uh, outings and whatever. And uh, we do have uh, a connection with a group, another group of veterans. It's called um, the Veterans Garage. They're a group of of, uh, of Veterans or mechanics and with PTSD. Oh, okay. So they're <laughs> cool. they, so they're rebuilding Humvees, military vehicles. In fact, That's those awesome. they brought, they gave me. I mean, not lent me <laughs> five military vehicles that were lined up in front of the memorial to give a little bit more substance because I want the children to go there and inspect. I don't want them having playgrounds mm -hmm. in a in a in a uh, in a occasion like that. I want them to touch the vehicles, ride the vehicles, get them a feel of what the military is about. Talk to veterans or the veterans talk to them. We want to um, get get them a hands-on on who these veterans are. What are they doing? They are making sure that you can walk the streets without you being shot or without you, without you being kidnapped. You know, that's why we have mm -hmm. also the the um, police and fire. And right. fire. So yeah. we're going to actually do an involvement. I think the it can only be answered mostly one a uh, uh, couple of things. When you are a, uh, a let's say combat uh, soldier, you have a mission. Okay, then you have you're trained for a mission. Then until the mission uh, objective is done, mission accomplished. Right? Okay. Th this is a structured life. Most of these uh, veterans who suffered from PTSD because they were so close to dying, then they suddenly realized they could have died. So it's a, it's a very invisible uh, wound. When they come home, it's reintegrating back. Suddenly, you don't have that sense of mission or a sense of purpose anymore. 
that's when people take their lives. And to date, we have about 22 veterans who take their lives each day. That's how serious it is. So our goal is to, at least in this, to begin with, if we can get involvement to a sense of purpose, a sense of mission, I'm going to involve veterans. If, if you would like to teach, let's teach. If you have a, if you like archery, let's do something with archery. And so having these even parades or, or activities in town to involve people, then it will give someone a sense of purpose. Absolutely. Right? And that's sure. why, you know, the study that when somebody retires, within five to seven years, they're dead. You know that, right? Right. Okay. Why? Well, they're... Some say it's because they're not living with purpose. <laughs> in, fact, I mean, in fact, you know, you're but, right, you're right. I mean, staying active is obviously very yeah, important. Yeah, so. yeah, active is one, but you, mean, you're actually you actually nailed it. Yeah, because when you're working, you know that you're providing for your family. You have to wake up. You got to fix yourself, and you have to. There's a there's a routine. There's a structure. Yes. When someone takes away that structure, then you are purposeless. Anyone who takes uh, takes their life away is someone who has no more purpose in the, in what they believe. They believe nobody cares. What are they here for? Is this all there is? Of course, there's more. <laughs> well, yeah. well, they're still alive, and it all it all boils down to you need to have your faith in God back again, and then at least help other people, uh, other veterans, help you with a per- sense of purpose, a sense of mission. And that's what we're going to do. Even if your mission is, do you want to shine the brass statue of Ray every other month? Yeah, that's a mission as well. I mean, it may sound simple, but it is yeah. a mission. Yes. Yeah. So it's about community. It's about what America is about. We are here. We are duty-bound, not not just about, about the whole country, but we are duty-bound to protect each American that's coming in. I think that's a good way to cap this. Um, so Ray Ali Memorial Project, the uh, the statue of Ray and Eleanor is, you can go see it, um, yeah. like I said, in front of Ann Weber Logistics in Kankakee. But also if someone wants to get involved with ROMP, okay. uh, how do, where do they go to get more information? Well, you can go to our website, uh, rayalimemorial.com. That's R-A-Y. O-L-L-E-Y memorial.com go there or you can can contact Jake or myself Jojo Sison I have a Facebook as well you can contact me there and also just a quick thing we are uh, in the process of going to we're going to sell bricks okay engraved with the names of your loved ones you don't have to be a veteran but we have a special place of the bricks for veterans only you can honor uh, your dad even if they, they didn't serve you can buy uh, you can buy a brick for a veteran who's still alive you don't have to be dead to <laughs> to have a brick there uh, this can, is around the Ray Ali yeah the, the, all, all the, yeah. yeah all that um, bricks of course uh, we would like to thank Tholens for for donating the bricks so we can we can uh, we will be uh, Advertising that very soon as a okay. great Christmas present for your loved one, a police, fire, first responder, uh, veteran, okay, your your pastor, your favorite child uh, <laughs> that you now know. Now that uh, could get yeah. uh, that could get sticky there. Make sure a child that you know of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're that's in the process right now, and uh, okay. please stay in touch. And uh, if you'd like to donate, uh, we're still kind of short. Um, well, I borrowed a lot of the monies to get this done. Okay. So uh, so you are still raising funds to pay for the statue. Cor- uh, the statue's paid for. It's oh, uh, some, uh, some of the things around to, to, uh, to finish it up. Okay. Just a few things. Uh, 
just a few thousand dollars. But anyway, <laughs> it's doable. We're, we have a uh, GoFundMe account, Reale Memorial. Uh, or you can contact me for a, uh, if you want to write a check for the Reale Memorial Project, and I can give you information. But if you want to get involved, whatever you like, if you like to paint cars or whatever or anything, you want to teach children, you like dogs, come to me and then let's do something. Let's create a purpose and a sense of mission. Great way to end it, Jojo. Thank you so much for Thank stopping you, by. And yeah, like I said, I got a feeling you'll be back to talk about all those other things you mentioned earlier. So yeah, that'll, right. be, that'll be fun. I would be, I would love that. <laughs> all right. Great. Thank you, Jake, for yep. this opportunity. God bless you. You're welcome. This river can-